right, all right, all right. We are back. It is the middle of January. It's 70 degrees. Rob plays a prank on his patrons, and Sean hates God. Welcome to <laughs> RGP. <laughs> That's a that's a hell of an intro. Yeah, I guess you just kind of summarized it, huh? Yeah. Hey. Wait, you so, hate God? I do. Going <laughs> <laughs> to uh, ease right into that controversial. You're, topic. you're not alone. No, I don't hate him. I I just um, hate, I don't you know hate some of his followers. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> and things done on his behalf. So you you met some missionaries recently, huh, Rob? Yeah, I guess so. I don't. <laughs> Did you was, identify what they were? Uh, I'm what just talking to people, I think they are Mormon. I don't know. It's it, it's sad to say, but they were, you know, uh, they fit the bill. They had the, the shirts and the ties. The Jehovah's Witnesses don't so always So set the come. scene for us. I was in the shower. Ooh. I had to go to work. I get out of the shower. I have two dogs, as you all know, if you've listened in the past. And they just start barking like crazy. And I'm, you know, I just got out of the shower. I'm like, what the fuck? There's got to be somebody at the door. And I have to get there. You know, kind of relatively quick, if they keep barking and they're up against the thing, there's a chance that the two of them could start fighting. And that's fucking brutal. Right. And we've all met them, them last episode. Yes. They, they made <laughs> quite the appearance. Pain in the ass. But so I, I get out of there. I, I throw the towel around. I'm dripping. I run to the door. Step, move them back. And I can see that there's somebody at the door. I'm like, this better be good. <laughs> what time of day was it? Was it was like five o'clock. No, no, I'm sorry. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon because okay. the sun was starting to go down. Yeah. And I, I pop open the door and there's like a... Uh, this tall, skinny, he was a kid. He had to be, I mean, maybe he was 18 at the most, you know, if he's looking like, uh, I mean, if he's out there doing that, I don't know if there's any kind of age restriction to be knocking doors. Usually they have white shirts and ties. Yeah, they did. Today. The ties yeah. were, they were, it was cold out too. So they were, it was freezing Bundled. out actually. So yeah. they were wearing a coat over it, but I could see this tie and the other kid behind him, but they were young kids. And, and they're like, I'm like, Oh, uh, this better be good. And I open the door and roll. And I, I, you know, kind of slide down the glass so that it's a screen between us, and they can see me. I'm fuck. I have more hair in my chest than the two of them combined. <laughs> All the body hair they possibly have. I'm standing there with this fucking towel this dripping. Satan sweater, boys. And I'm like, no, you got to book the wrong house. <laughs> so I'm like, this better be good. And I'm like, no, nah, you got a book in your hand. This is going to be great. What? And like, what oh. can I do for you? He's like, we just came by to share some scripture. And I'm like, let me stop you. I'm not a believer. Oh. I'm like, thanks very much for stopping by and uh, good luck with whatever you're doing. Just send them yeah. away right away. They yeah. didn't, they didn't push back. Like, no, but we got it. They, they kind of saw like the situation. Dogs are barking. I'm fucking like Archie Bunker at the door. But the you said you? this better be good. Yeah. I was like, this better be good. <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, they're not good. Yeah, right. So that set How, the groundwork. To, sir, it is good. It's the word of God. <laughs> so he had the book on him and. I just sent them. It wasn't all that eventful. It was just kind of funny in hindsight, like what they must have saw looking at him. Like my hair is all fucking crazy. Now, just, did you just, have a white Russian in hand? No, I should have. Uh, that would have been great. Made famous by the That would have been great. No, it, we, we spoke about it. Had it been nicer out and maybe if I was wearing more clothes, I would have humored them on the porch for a little while to, to let them <laughs> uh, go. But it was I was late for work. Dogs were going nuts. I'm in a towel and it's freezing and these assholes are on my porch trying to tell me about Let me about tell God. you about the time I met God in Atlantic City at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming up again, too. Oh, man. Well, Sean, well, actually, we should do a quick roll call. Um, we haven't been a four piece in quite some time. So we have Sean. Hello. Black Rob and Christian. How are Hi. you? Welcome Hi. back, boys. Hi. 
John, it's been a while um, since the break and uh, or the, the new year. You were down in Florida for some time during yes, the holidays. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, how was that? It was okay. Florida, you know, yeah. is Florida. And you're we're, you're right in the epicenter of the Trumpster, Florida, too, right, Mar-a-Lago? Well, actually, no, we're a little bit south of there. But, yeah, we're an hour south of where Mar- Mar-a-Lago is, I guess. Yeah. Are they all, is it all red down there, too, on that part? I think in... In Broward kind of Broward County, where we are, it's actually was blue. Yeah, I think like in when Miami, you get closer, because you're more County. metropolitan down right there than. than but in like, the north, it's might as well be Mississippi or something. Yeah. That's what uh, North Florida is. Fucking Mississippi. I don't. That always gets a pass because of Disney World and all this shit. But North Florida, like west of Jacksonville, is fucking pure hell. Yeah, yeah. Mi- Miami's the only, you know, part of. <laughs> well, Fl- the keys the key, too. Not, fuck <laughs> Miami. I'll take Monroe County uh, every day. What's of the week. a gentleman? do in florida without kids uh well that sounds nice i just chilled <laughs> actually i graded a lot of papers which is lame but i just relaxed i smoked a lot of cigars oh nice hung out on the on the patio it was gray overcast and windy most of the time but you could still be outside you know mm-hmm. so hot dogs on the grill stuff like that you, you got guys, you hey, got the uh the, the shit house shit house shit house piece yeah <laughs> Well, we're getting a little bit of Florida weather here. It's uh, n- no joke. The mid mid January, uh, the last two days, it's been it peaked sixty eight degrees yesterday here in Philadelphia. It's probably even it feels, it feels warmer, warmer today. Right now, so yeah. it's legit seventy degrees. Um, playoff football looked a little fun funny last night when the, down in Baltimore, where everyone was mm-hmm. in. Sh- there were some fans in in shorts, t shirts. I mean, yeah. no requisite or no short. Requisite white guy in in, in cargo shorts, uh, no matter the temperature. <laughs> but um, Chris, how are you feeling about the Cowboys out? You know, you, you, you know. Now here we are in the uh, in the playoffs. You gunning for a particular team? No, I don't really care. It's not. It's all fresh teams, though. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a new nice a reboot new scenario. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Big Red, Andy Reid. Me too. We he deserves wow, it. We yeah, finally does. agree on. I want to see Chiefs uh, Seahawks. Chiefs Seahawks. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Could it be the Chiefs Titans or not? They're in the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it could be. Titans would be cool because they're like very underdog right yeah. now. Yeah, that, I mean, they, they barely had a winning record this year and change of they quarterback. Came on, though, yeah. Once they switch quarterbacks, they're no joke. Maybe the NFL is fixed and they're going to do Chiefs. Packers replay a Super Bowl one for their that would 100th be pretty anniversary. Sweet. I didn't think of that. Oh, Rainbow Rob with the c- solid conspiracy theory right there. Well, let's see what That's happens. That's brilliant. Uh, it's not little, the, little Len Dawson and, and Bart Starr. It goes along with their uh, 100-year anniversary <laughs> shit. I'll say, though, I will, I will 100% root for the Seahawks to get to the Super Bowl just so Marshawn Lynch gets fucking bombarded with like questions pre-Super Bowl. Yes, because that dude doesn't fucking, he, so he doesn't pissed. even want, yeah, he doesn't try to like, he doesn't even try to like I respect him for standing it. his ground all this, all these years, just still like, all right, this is what you're getting from me and that's it. Yo, play that over and over shit. All right, well, here's a, here's a compilation of, okay. uh, of, of some Marshawn interviews. You do too. <laughs> you all right? Man, I'm I, I like hate, when you I get off the plane Deion with Sanders. the beast and everything. It look like you're ready to play, man. Yep, that's what time it is. You kind of shy. Nah. So he's with Deion Sanders, and this is the most engaged I've ever seen him with an interview. He's actually responding without a pre-canned. It's prime time. Yeah. You just don't want to talk, really. I'm just about that action, boss. You about to go get it. You, <laughs> you just like to do it. That's what it is. I ain't never seen no talking with me nothing. 
Yeah. Yep. Been like that since I was little. Was raised like that. Well, I respect it. Yeah. You excited about He's hanging out on the side like like I try to do and hide. Like it looks like Marshawn Lynch, like not being involved. Yeah, under the radar. We, okay, so we'll do the over and over. This is the this is Marshawn Lynch describing um his mindset when it when it comes to Seriously, like running he's the, the ball. Coolest yeah. Athlete. Easy. It just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't gonna be able to take that over and 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 over again. They just not gonna want that. Think there's a deeper metaphor there? Run through a motherfucker face. Like who's better than that? <laughs> oh man, that guy, you know, middle-aged That's white 60 guy. 60 minutes, man. Yeah, middle-aged white guy in 60 minutes must be petrified. Well, <laughs> sir, am I the motherfucker you're going to run over again? <laughs> Seriously, it's awesome. Uh, oh, I do apologize. I said the F word. I uh, I got a phone call from my mother this week saying <laughs> reprimanding me on how much I curse, curse. on the podcast. <laughs> And for the record, I do have to say she was the coolest mom growing up. All right, does mom. she listen? Like, does she tell you she listens a lot? Or Allegedly, just like a- you know, like here's the story. It was, you know, I was on my Kindle and a podcast popped up, and then I saw yours, so I decided I don't know. I just tuned that in, and boy, oh boy. You should be ashamed of yourself with that f word. <laughs> I get, I got in trouble too. Yeah, cursing from who? From your wife. She says every word out of my mouth on here is fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I listen to when I listen back uh, from time to time, I hear that too with myself. I'm like, damn, he's it a lot. Yeah. But when it's going down, I don't even think of it. It just fucking rolls right off. Uh, like just like that. Yeah. How about that? Are these new wicker chairs? Uh, I wouldn't call them wicker, but yeah, these, <laughs> these, 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 we did get new studio chairs. That'd be funny if you. Fucking office furniture made out of wicker. Get the fucking uh, pad, like the little cushion that you, you know, like a grandma cushion put on top of it. Yeah. Like what do you, what do you think? Do you feel more attentive and alert and ergonomic to the microphone? Yeah, you just, I mean, maybe because I don't really have a butt or something, but I'm like really sinking into the wicker in the middle. The wicker. So <laughs> the, these are your run-of-the-mill standard office fair chairs. So for the listeners here, it's not wicker. <laughs> <laughs> these are... Uh, There's uh, nothing wicker here. Poly, polycarbon, you know, plastic, Rubber. whatever you want to call this. But, uh, you got it at that store. High space polymer. There's a wicker in things by us. <laughs> and things. You imagine this professional startup here. He's got like lawn furniture. <laughs> Serve yeah. shit in red solo cups. Yeah. Well, I, I, I hope you enjoy them and, you know, for the lack of ass that you have. <laughs> I know. I don't. I, yeah, I'm not filling it out right, I think. Well, you know, there's a there's a little button on the, you know, you Does can lean fill, back. Uh, and yeah. Does it tighten up the butt space? <laughs> you do your squats. I, yeah. Do you? How do you work on your butt? You can do some squats. The butt exercises. Lunges. Show, not, you don't have to show me, but like, yeah. tell me one exercise I can do for my butt. Uh, well, you can get on all fours, right? This is this is kind of a ladies' exercise, a but it works. <laughs> True story. You okay. get on all fours, mm. and you kick out your foot like from behind you and sort of kick up. 
So it's almost like, you know, you kind of look like a crab, but like your leg, <laughs> you kind of kick out and then you do alternating <laughs> lunges with like kicking your leg up in the air. Is this going to yeah. fuck my kids up if they it's, walk in if and see yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's like a, a legit jazzercise. I like to yeah. say that you, you wanted to know how to work on your butt and he's like, get down on all fours. It's kind of a ladies thing. But he comes in behind you and <laughs> he's going to work on your butt. <laughs> I would love to have a big bubble tap butt. That, tap that. You can get yeah. a bubble butt from that. You can do that. Yeah, firm big it up. Shelf. Yep. And then you can do squats. I'd love to see you do a squat. With I a don't fucking, think I can anymore. With an effing uh, barbell on your shoulders, just squatting down. I'd like to go to the gym like regularly. I paid for a gym that opened up by by me last year and paid every month and never went one time. I okay. would love to see you do the thigh master at the gym. I'm like so I see, like you're the guy at the gym, like spreading your crotch, like doing the thigh exercises, <laughs> leotards, <laughs> leotards, fucking really, leg warmers and shit. Well, see, I'm not. In to, um, I'm not really into going to the gym at all, but I figure like I already have probably an old man's body at my age now, which is 45. Yeah. So what am I going to be like when I'm 85? I think that's a good uh, good outlook, Chris. You know, you need to stay healthy because you know health is wealth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the machines are very intimidating. <laughs> machines are easier. So free weights that get like. Well, like yes, we that's really intimidating we, too. But like, if I, I remember feel Rob like and I used totally to work out together. We, we, we really? just got back to KS. You joined yeah. it there again. We, we had the one around. It was Meridian Health. It was through her health insurance. It was in Jackson, but we did the same shit. Paid for it for a year and never fucking used it. But KS so, Fit. Shout Helen, out to KS. You remember the dude that worked there? River. You remember the dude? Yeah. What was that guy? John name? Messina. Oh my and goodness. Helen went to him. She's getting personally trained by him now. He's they shrank the gym. Yeah, they shrank the gym. Like they. Uh, they rented out half the uh, the other half to like a Mexican restaurant and something else, and it's just tiny gym now. But she's getting, you know, she's been doing personal training with him for the last two months. So I got the the membership, and now what makes all the difference in the world is fucking headphones. Yeah, mm, going yeah. there, then you just don't care. Like yeah. it's enjoyable. I Otherwise, think I need a trainer. So this guy, this guy's been. I don't forget what he charged, like four fifty, but he gets all into like nutrition 450 and all this stuff. What? Four hundred and fifty dollars for how long? I don't remember. Three like, sessions, like three months, or three something. Three sessions. I know. Whatever it does sounds expensive. I, I don't know. I don't remember how many sessions it ended up. It's four fifty for five years. For, I know. <laughs> it was actually like for for three months at I'm least for Helen. Be she was doing it for three months, and it's like she's going she's like from. Like, I'm just going to go three days a week and promise myself that. Now she's fucking back into her head and it's six days a week, like mm. militant. So I'm kind of like, that, by that, proxy that was actually out. where it all started with the two of you, if I remember correctly, way back well, I in think 99. You got a number Pump for and me iron? At one time when I couldn't find it. No. no. Uh-huh. <laughs> so at KS. Hey, baby, baby I, need you to, I need you to spot me. <laughs> <laughs> so this was back in the time when I came back. From California in between my my life transition with an iron and, and nothing, but I still had a gym membership. So um, I joined the gym. It was called KS Fitness in Tom's River. And uh, that guy, John, I mean, he is... Is that the, the one... Sorry. Is that the one that like karate owners own? Yeah. 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 So it was like Kim Sung yeah, it was Fitness right. or something. Right. Some young guy. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, John, was like your quintessential Tom. every movie character personal trainer like what's up bro high energy all the time what do you oh, gotta do yeah, just, just get motivated yeah you wanna you wanna work on those glutes come here boy I'll show you how to do those glutes and then like he'd run you through and but he knew everyone he, he rem- that's his thing he remembered fucking everybody years later yeah. too if you walked in there he probably would remember who you 
Yeah. I swear. God, but he's also, I couldn't deal with he's that. He's also been in the town so fucking long. It's like, and everybody's been through there. It's like, he's like Mr. Tom's River. Does he get too. on you like what you eat? No, it, I mean, if you pay him to God. be that guy, but you have to pay him. yelling to be at that. me like, you eat like a pussy. No, th- <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you have no ass. No, yeah. I think, There's no ass in pussy, boy. <laughs> I think it, I, I'm curious. I'd love to see that like debate. I want to ask him that shit, too, because he's got like Helen, like now you need 100 grams of protein a day or like 100. Damn. She's like, he's like, get used to it because it's going to go higher. So that goes back to the whole debate we were having about uh, animal protein and Plant-based? Plant-based, yeah. yeah. And, it, you know. See, the one, the gym that opened by me is Planet Fitness, and I was told, I've never went, but I was told that there's a no-grunt policy there. You're not allowed <laughs> to grunt, like, yeah. well, and they have, like, pizza day and shit. Yeah, because they, my kind of they want to, they don't want the meatheads <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, I want to lift. commercials <laughs> about that. They have commercials and no meatheads. Yeah, they don't want That's any awesome. meatheads in there. This is a lift in lollipop theory. class. The yeah, best in was, theory, uh, it's nice. The gym, the 24-hour gym in Bradley Beach, right by the train oh, I station. I used to go to that gym. That yeah. fuck, when you go there during the day, though, it's got, like brick walls. It's like a prison gym. Yeah, those it's were the no best. I, I used to, uh, I was a part of a gym like that. It was called um, uh, Ironworks in Philadelphia, and yeah. it was just no mirrors, just cement block walls and just prison weights. Yeah, that's what you it, know. And it, everyone was on steroids, and it was just one big freaking bro fest. And uh, I mean, it was just good because there was no like girls there to mm. like y- you know pick up guys and guy. You know, it was just one big meathead session. Mm. Best gym. Didn't you do boxing or something? Yes, that, I, that would, was, I would love to do that for real. So, like, not joking. I was, I was going to say, I think I get my ass kicked. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's, here's a workout program for you that I think is going to be great for you. I would family. be what? Wait, hold on. What would yeah. be my, my class, my weight? You featherweight, fly, <laughs> flyweight, flyweight, flyweight. You're gonna have to say that. Which one is which one is actually lower? I have no idea. Um, the flyweight sounds. Yeah. Fly. Is that even a thing? It sounds like it should flyweight. be. I'll start my own weight class. Flyweight. I remember at that Bradley Bradley Beach gym, I ran like 12 miles on a treadmill, and it just faced the concrete wall. Yeah, it, it's like that type of gym. <laughs> like, gym no, it, it's still there. No frills. Everybody knows it. That place is open 24 hours, but it, it's two levels. But there were a lot of women in there too. Oh, like, yeah, right. like people would be solid. I'm not a like flyweight. But I'd go downstairs, and there'd be some dude. <laughs> Your bantam. Sorry, I cut All you right, off. All right, so Rob. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm Rob. Sorry, we, Rob. We we pulled no. up the weight classes, oh, and so. Light flyweight, <laughs> not more than 180 pounds. If you're 108 not, pounds. Or, oh, I'll, I'll, tell you where, I'll tell you where I'm. I'm a welterweight. Wow. Really? Yeah. I'm like, where do you keep it? That's 141 pounds. All right, so let me read the. No, no I'm not light. It's 152. I'm, I'm, about like, I'm about right in there. Yeah. You're welterweight, 152. Yeah. Okay, so the light flyweight is not more than 108 pounds. That's fucking kids. Flyweight. Like, yeah, these, these are I like thought the it was thirteen year old Mexican fighters. <laughs> the flyweight is one hundred and fifteen pounds. Those are, you ever watch a fucking boxing match with flyweights or whatever? <laughs> they they just punch a thousand miles. Nothing a hurts. Like, Nothing yeah. hurts. No one, no <laughs> knockouts. Just like a fan, two fans going yeah. at each other. Yeah. They go to distance. <laughs> so a bantamweight, which I think is the the coolest name of any weight class, bantamweight is one hundred and twenty three pounds. A lightweight is 132 pounds. Shit. A light welterweight is 141 pounds. I'm a welterweight. A welterweight is 152 pounds. A middleweight is 165 pounds. 
And let's see here. Oh, uh, super feather. There is a featherweight. Okay. Super middleweight is 168 pounds. Light heavyweight, 175. Cruiser weight. Cruiser weight. That's where I'm at. I, yeah. cruise, yeah. I cruise around 200 yeah. pounds. <laughs> I'm just at that, I'm, wait, that's awesome. I'm like a Cadillac. Oh, yeah. I just cruise down wherever I go, just sludging around that's 200 a 200 pounds. That's a pretty good class. Heavyweight, unlimited. I'm heavyweight. Gonna... You're, a, you're a heavyweight? Yeah, easy. Yeah, no so cruiser and bantam weight are the I'm coolest. on the cruiser tip, too. Are you? Yeah. Cruise, uh, the cruiser tip. <laughs> the cruiser tip. <laughs> Why, are you surprised I'm a welterweight? What did you think I was? Seriously. I legit thought that you were a featherweight. I What's a featherweight? Hold on. Super featherweight is 130. Are no you kidding? Way. What the fuck? You don't eat meat. I don't know. Like, you're, how tall are you? Man. Yeah, but there are there are vegetarians that are out of shape and yeah. overweight and stuff. Yeah. You can still eat, like, shit and pizza and french fries. I mean, <laughs> anyone with a 32-inch waist, I assume, is 100 and under 150. Now that's true. I do have a – that is my – there is a Seinfeld episode with that. I think, like, Jerry kept his, like, he waist. He wrote he wrote on there, yeah. right? <laughs> on the jeans. Yeah, you yeah. guys – you're, like, a year away from sharing jeans with your son. <laughs> <laughs> He's got my body, man. I feel bad for him. Oh, man. So, anyway, fast. so so – what I was going to suggest for you, Chris, and, and yes. this is this is going to be a workout regimen for your entire family. Okay. <laughs> because I had recently, so a part of the holiday season, you know, the uh, the Gilio house gift from Santa this year. Is this all resolution shit? No, no. Okay. no. But we bought it, uh, an Oculus Rift S system, right? And so with virtual reality, mm-hmm. Oculus Rift for yeah. listeners understand, and I know your sons are very technical and they're very gamey. Yeah. So we, uh, the holidays brought us a, a home system, right? And so we have this Oculus Rift. Santa. Santa. Uh, Santa brought us, brought us a VR headset, and there is a, an entire uh, inventory of workout games. Now, with, with VR, you have handsets, you have the face mask, and it's all free form. So in any movement that you need to do for the game, it's your body and you're the control. So Heidi has, my wife has become obsessed with a game called Box VR, and it is a virtual reality boxing game. Oh shit, my wife would like that. And you can do, you you set your your body dimensions and then your workout goals. And then they have weight, or excuse me, um, timed workouts and all different themes. So it is high intensity, like futuristic workouts. So do you box somebody like Mike Tyson's punch out? So, (laughs) yeah. Last Joe. <laughs> yes. He was cool. easy. The, the, there's a game called uh, Thrill of the Fight, and it's just like Mike Tyson Punch-Out really? with VR. Shit. Yeah. How, how much does lo- the system cost? So, Roughly. Uh, $399 for the headset. What? Yep. But then you need a, a beefy gaming there's, computer. Oh, so it's... And th- this is the, the problem with VR. Now, listen, you can get a Oculus Quest, which doesn't need a computer, mm-hmm. just the headset and what have you, but save up. Because if you're paying 450 a month for it's not personal a, training... No, I think it was like, like a whatever quarter or whatever. It right. stretched it a little further. But there. if you make the investment, it's just not like gaming. But then that's the benefit, right? Your sons could play Beat Saber. You familiar with Beat Saber? No. Beat Saber is because there are controls, right? So you put on these controls in your hand... And these cubes come firing out you, and you have these two lightsabers, right? And you have to slash the cubes based on the arrows that they're sort of pointing out. But they have this like fast-paced electronic music, 
that you know you really get into a rhythm and you're just like slicing and dicing. I'll load it up here in the office. Is like that like I, yeah. Fruit Ninja? Exactly like that. Yeah. But it's it's total body. It's mm-hmm. immersive, dude. I've never sweat the amount like. And you can you always sweat. Playing a game like you play Xbox, you play PlayStation. You're not sweating. Maybe like I don't know if if you're like playing Madden's like down to the wire, you might have a bead of sweat. But this is a full body experience. Mm. So there you go. All right. Well, you get all this shit for free. I do a little bit of research uh, and development. Yeah, so, get, but you get greased palms and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it fell off the truck. Checking yeah. out the competition. What other kind of uh, workouts? Are like you know, is they make it interesting? Like you. Run from the cops, kind of thing. One time, drinking in the woods, the cops come. You <laughs> they, run. Beat well, a hoe, drag her through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't really downloaded much. <laughs> yeah, but they, you know, there's no shortage of like shooters because yeah. you're like, you know, navigating this free front, free form space, and so like you're shooting, and um, but it's a lot of boxing, like Creed, you know, like the Rocky. Uh, franchise like right. Creed has a uh, a game out. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to move around the ring, you have to like go like this, like make circles with oh, your yeah. hands. So like it's a workout. Yeah. It, it's it's a legit workout. But this box VR game is it's stationary in the sense that you're you're in your your uh, throwing position, but then you have these targets coming at you, and then you have to sort of duck, uh, stray, jab, undercut. Is there any chance if I buy this fucking thing for four hundred dollars, and then like buy a computer. Yes, that this come to um, my house. That I'm gonna get beat up in the VR, and I never <laughs> turn it on again. No, the the highest no. risk is like you punching through your television. Well, that's what I, we, I was uh, just gonna ask you. Like when you when you move around the, the room, does it let you know you're moving in there? Like you yeah. trip over the dog, yeah. fucking hit the coffee yeah. table, or something. So it's shit. pretty cool when you punch set up your the, wife when she's walking by. <laughs> yeah, when you set up the system, you take one of the controls. And you draw like this neon box around you. And so the system knows that this is your cage, like a virtual cage. Right, and so, so if you go outside of it, it'll the, bring you back in. It, well, then if you go outside of the cage, quote, you can see visually like there's a camera inside the headset. So you can see like a black and white um, video through of like where oh, you are really? in your okay. room. Like a, but then once you, you kind of go back in the cage, you're back like, into the future. So you can't end up in the hallway down the fucking hallway. <laughs> you yeah. should do yeah. a straight up VR like tooth. 2020 version of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah, that would be and then you awesome. like go through all the things, yep. and then you eventually you fight up? like Mike Tyson. All these training do things. Yeah. Do awesome. you remember all the fucking guys on there? I'm trying to think of like nah. well, you do that like Soda Popinski no, like came the into dude mind. With the big belly. What was he? he looked like King Bald Kong Bundy. Bull. Oh, was it Bald Bull? I think there was Bald Bull. Yeah, Bald Bull. But there was some other really... Don Flamenco, I think. (laughs) (laughs) That was a classic game. Who the fuck was the... There was a uh, guy with the turban on, and he liked to jewel it up. (laughs) Did he just do some shit? Yeah, Yeah, that was What was that guy's name? I don't know. That was a racist shit. Jab or something, probably. It was probably so un-PC back then. So, Chris, here's a screenshot of the thrill of the fight. Where this is like the Mike Tyson version. Yo, this guy's getting hyped. Yeah. No, but, yeah. this, but this is yeah. how it is. You start you start sweating. So, you, so you're right there in front of the guy. Wait, this is what Heidi plays? No, no, this is what I play. Oh, you play. Yeah. Okay. So but then you're you're just like so this is last year, but watch look at the dude fighting. Like you are legit. In the ring. Oh, shit. Oh, he got, he took one. Bro. <laughs> 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 
So they have these three round fights, three minutes each. I could see how they can get tiring. Yeah. Yeah. He's dancing it, around. Here, I'll show you the. So this is box VR. Um, so here's the trailer. So this is kind of like the general theme where. Oh no, the other one looked better. This yeah. looks stupid. Who's this? Especially the music. Come on, that. But they, like, once it gets going, it's like Guitar Hero. You remember Guitar Hero? Yeah. The other one looked better. I would throw some fucking. I feel like I'd throw some sick jabs. Right, let me show you Beat Saber. This is really cool, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. So this sounded is sounded so natural. <laughs> so this is Beat Saber. You don't mind using a lightsaber? No, it's actually fun because the. Oh damn, that's hard. I can see this being pretty hard. Well, my wife so, would love this. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire this up. Maybe we should do it now. Maybe on the break, I'll fire it up here at the office or at the studio because we do have a headset here and we have this game loaded. So, but as you can imagine, so you have these flying cubes coming at you with arrows indicating which way you have to swipe, but then your controllers are lightsabers and you're just whacking the crap out of these following the music beat, right? And it's all synced. So cancel your gym membership. And, and, and this works to you, like, you just have, like, stupid strong arms. Just arms Chris with no ass and just big gorilla <laughs> arms. arms. <laughs> <laughs> just change your body. Very slender man with just fucking Popeye arms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, Rob, this story was supposed to go into how you met your wife uh, at KS Fitness. Yeah. I and didn't I, meet her there. I mean, that was just... It just that was the beginning. I lost track of her where, at one where point. I, like, where I yeah. saw it. And then he ran I into her I saw it there. a mile away, Sean. Yeah. We were, I was getting Rob into a workout regimen at KS Fitness, and we were going to let you know throw some steel. What? <laughs> throw <laughs> steel together. Wait, you were with him? Yeah. And here comes like a slow motion movie. Helen just moved back from Florida. She, she joins the gym back in our hometown. The doors fly open. Yeah, there, there was, she there comes was the in she with the like wings. Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science. And <laughs> she comes in with her LA gear spandex on, and and I'm like, Rob, that's the girl for you because Helen's tall. Rob, Rob's six uh, three. How I've tall? Never heard this. Yeah, how I'm, tall are you? I'm six two. Six two, really? Yeah. Okay, you carry yourself much taller, Rob. Oh, um, so Rob, Rob's a taller guy. Helen's a taller gal, and you know, I just saw the magic when she walked in. Rob had his cut off t shirt, <laughs> headband. <laughs> Wait, were you his spotter? Yeah. 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 His spotter. I was like, Rob, this is what he's like, no, nah, I just want to go on the cycle machine. You know, the row machine. You used to love the row machine. The row machine was dope. I'm going to go on the machines, the free weights. I'm not fucking laying on a bench like, like that didn't choke you down. God. There's plenty of machines that, that simulate that bullshit too. I know. Not, not to mention the amount of plates you put on there, like I people know. looking at you. That's it. I know. Fuck you. Imagine me on that thing. <laughs> were you with me when, uh, so I have an uncle who uh, was an amateur body uh, builder and like he did it for a hobby. So my mom's, uh, my mom's brother. Right. And so his house actually in Pine Lake park, he converted the basement into a legit like Olympic gym where he had a full rack of free weights, dumbbells, barbells, mirrors, the whole nine yards. knuckles. No, 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 no. That was knife's work. <laughs> partner. So this is my uncle Hank, my uncle Hank, um, big, strong Greek. So, uh, 
So he was just known in the family as like the fitness guru, right? And um, so when I was when I was a husky young boy, my mom was like, you know, maybe it's time for you to spend the summer with Uncle Hank and start, you know, doing some exercises. Right? So anyway, years and years later, now here I am in my early twenties, and uh, Uncle Hank now at this point lives down in Delaware. And for whatever reason, I saw him at a family function, and I go, you know, we should work out together sometime. He goes, I would really enjoy that. I'm like, well, you know, you're two and a half hours away. And he's like, tell me when. I'm like, well, I just joined KS Fitness. Why don't you come next Tuesday, six o'clock? He's like, I'll be there. <laughs> so he, he you drove know, to fucking Tom's River to yeah, work now, out. Now, at this state, this was, I don't know, eight, 20 years ago. He was probably 60, 62, right? Now, when you're someone who is a amateur you know, bodybuilder, you carry the size, like you may not be Arnold Schwarzenegger, but you have a, a good frame. And now he's a taller guy. He was probably, you know, six, one, six, between six, one and six, three, you know, stocky build, but you're 60, you know, and he's all natural, obviously like a very straight and narrow guy, like just no, uh, he doesn't drink, never did drugs. So anyway, he shows up at KS fitness six thirty on a Tuesday and he looks like, you know, Bill Belichick coaches, you know, like with shitty sweatpants, <laughs> like just awful, awful, like, like he was going to the prison, gym. like he was going to the prison gym and he has this black duffel bag. Now, I don't know what the hell's in this. It not, he never reached into the black duffel bag, but every piece of equipment that we went to, he would just pick up the black duffel bag and put it down next to him. Now, I, I, to this day, I have no idea what was in it, but it got to the point. Now, KS Fitness, this was basically the gym that everyone would eventually, you know, would work out and then you'd see them at Bamboo. So it was like a showy Jersey Shore, tan, you know, tanning, steroid. Like that was very, before, yeah, before the other one, LA Fitness, came into town. And <laughs> right. So the, this was like the name, you know, this was it, right? And so here this guy comes in, just this awfully dressed 62-year-old man. He racks all of the weights, meaning like there's no more weight that you could put the pin in mm -hmm. and pull like everything. He's like knocking machines over. like ah, ah. And I'm like, he's a docile. Like I've, I've only known him at family functions and he barely speaks. And it's like, and he is just like working these machines like Ferrigno, like yeah. knocking. There was no shit a crowd of people like clapping <laughs> like by the time <laughs> he was done because he racked every machine like it was insane that'd be cool if he said Terrible. nothing to you just left and said here kid and threw the black bag <laughs> in his chest <laughs> like he was waiting to hand that down to somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then if you can carry it on that tradition yeah. there's Jim in the Tom's River fucking KS there's <laughs> 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 fucking people behind him yeah, go. <laughs> They show up just to watch you work out. <laughs> it's like, who was that guy? Never saw him again. He was like the ghost. Let me get the timeline straight. So, because that I don't remember exactly, but you, when she was there, I don't remember. Were we there together when you and I were there together? Yeah, because you and I started to work out. You know, we yeah. made a pact that we were gonna like I was gonna train you a that little bit. That went real far. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it went two weeks, but it's all right. But you know, nothing's lost because no, for whatever reason, like. Um, because Helen and I were in the same grade. Yeah. And so she walked in. We saw, you know, and this is years after college mm -hmm. and high school. And so we just said, oh, my God, like, what's going on? And that's how it all happened. Like, we caught up, like, in the hallway. Yeah. And then I thought, I don't think I Rob. was there. I think you gave me her number. No. Like, I'm like, yeah, one time you're like, I, 
I ran, guess who I ran into? And I knew she was back because I think I, I, I remember I, I'm all messed up with my timeline of how that happened. But bottom line was, yeah, that, that we were all in the same place at the same time. And Jim was trying to uh, push that back together because I had Look at that. a little brief uh, encounter with her back in, you know, 2001 or whatever. Yep. And then I fucked that up and didn't work, but somehow it was still there. See and, that? Yeah. True love. You let it go and it comes back, right? Word. Yes, sir. Word. <laughs> yeah, that was... But can you punch up the uh, Mike Tyson's punch out oh, sure. opponents real quick? I just want to see... Who. The name of that guy? Yeah. Oh, so you, you want the name. Yeah, the, okay. the, the list of opponents that you have to fight to get to Tyson. Like, they should do that again. They really should. That would yeah. be awesome. But VR style. King Hippo. All right. Uh, so we had uh, Soda all, Pop all and Ski. <laughs> Soda Pop and Ski. All right. Doc Lewis. All right, so that's, Shit. I think, as it got harder. Doc right? Lewis so was the dude that chased you and told you, like, the old man that was like, because you, uh, you were riding a bike and shit yeah, between the, matches. Oh, that was the guy? Doc Lewis. Doc I think Lewis. he's the trainer. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, Soda, Soda Popinski. Yeah, he was yeah, an infamous Russian drunk who frequently threatened <laughs> to get you punched <laughs> drunk. <laughs> All right. Who was the other? Though. So there's Mike Tyson, obviously. Then King Hippo. He was the... He was like the second or third round, right? Third yeah. round? And his, his pants, his pants fell, fell down. down. Yeah. Every time you punched him in the mouth, the man was a complete failure as a boxer, yet was arrogant enough to call himself a king and wear a crown. <laughs> <laughs> bald ball. He was a challenge. I remember what he looked like. Yeah, they don't have He's the, a big uh, ball, big, huge ball. Yeah. Head, dude. And, and he, he was, was Turkish. Hold on, let me... Remember him being a, hard. There he is. Oh, shit. <laughs> bald ball. They have, all have their own Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. This is a classic, <laughs> man. All right, and then the uh, Don, Don Flamingo. Flamingo. He was the first guy. Great Tiger. That's, that's the, the Indian dude. guy. Yeah, Great, that's tiger. The Great Tiger. Yeah, this is. Wait, hold on. Let's let's read Don's Ruby. bio. Sean, read read Don's bio. Don Flamenco was a flamboyant fella who pranced into the ring with a rose in his mouth, who would encourage you to punch him with a "Come on, come on, come on." Basically, Flamenco and his taunting ways were akin to Sugar Ray Leonard's with a glaring exception being that Don was a comically terrible boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Great tiger. Yeah, he was an Indian with a blinking ruby in his turban who teleported around the ring oh, in sweeping right. circles. When that oh, shit started shit, he blinking. he was hard. Yeah, he, he was, was very hard. He had to wait for the ruby to light yes. up. Yeah. All right, here's, the, Glass here's Glass Joe. Joe. Here's his description. Glass <laughs> Joe was a mess, <laughs> but he was our mess. Click on it. Just, let's see his picture. You want <laughs> this skinny guy? With it, like he already had, uh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, look at that. He was emo. Actually, look that, that looks, haircut. they redid that. He's a little more cut than he was in the original game. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. remember him looking like Yeah, he was that. a little skinnier guy. All right. And then Super Macho Man. I don't uh, remember him. Oh, look at that. He was only 27 years of age. I don't remember this guy. Let's take a look at him. Oh, wow. Uh, look at those I don't remember him. Uh, he's I got a, that booty on him. Chris. I don't remember a black dude. Mike Tyson. All right. No, I mean, <laughs> Super Macho Man. Piston Honda. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was tough. Uh, he was born in 1959, according to his... Yeah. Uh, he, he was oh, look, the, this very, guy was tough. Look, a Japanese guy, very fucking Piston Honda. <laughs> <laughs> With <laughs> the samurai fucking headband. They could never put Every stereotype. Yeah. Well, they made him after Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He looks... Von Kaiser. Von Kaiser. I don't remember Vaughn. He suffered some emotional trauma stemming from when he was beaten by a group of children in one of his boxing classes. <laughs> I don't oh. remember that dude at I all. I remember that dude, yeah. You do? Yeah. 
Uh, clearly, I Rob remember. never beat the game. I played a lot of Mike Tyson punch out at Brian Winter's crib. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, Mr. Sandman. Oh, yeah. Remember, See? Remember when he would go jogging? Oh, yeah. Isn't that Doc Lewis? <laughs> the fat dude on the bike? wearing a pink <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> this looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Matt could really move those feet. Look at him on the bike. <laughs> Wait, does he have a shirt or no? Just a towel around his neck. I don't know. If I told my kids, like, oh, my God, this this game is so awesome, they would fucking... I don't know, dude. Like That would be funny to video, like, play this. What the fuck? They're all pissed off. 8-Bit games have made a comeback. They would never like this. They always tell me everything looks terrible. If I tell (laughs) my kid looks... They're used to, like... You should see the stuff that they play now. It looks like real life shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it. Well, yeah, I you're know it. Mr. VR. Mr. I'm VR. Talking to. <laughs> there he is. Mike Tyson's Punch Out is one of the most iconic video games of all time. Shit. There you go, Rob. And I love that they all have a wiki page. That is that is phenomenal. Punch Out Wiki. I thought you were going to say I like the pot advertisement at the top of the page. Oh, and really? They, they missed the big bud on there. <laughs> the, they know you're in the room. It's amazing. <laughs> the, machines, the algorithm follows me. The machines are learning. So I uh, wanted to bring back to the opening statement, Rob, in that, uh, you know, we, we had a bit of a laugh with the, the patrons at your bar. Do you want to talk about that a yeah, little bit? Yeah, sure. There's, so we decided a little bit of background here. Uh, as a result of our last episode during the holiday season, you know, as the holidays allow to regroup with your friends and family and holiday cheer, um, apparently it also brings back to a lot of high school hijinks, right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, fans of the R- RGP show understand that we are friends from from our adolescence, and sometimes that really never leaves you. And and so, <laughs> after the last episode, we uh, we had a small gathering of said friends, and um, we decided that. You know, we're uh, friend X who no longer lives in the uh, general area of the uh, the eastern seaboard, as they say, uh, you know, was in town uh, visiting family. And so we wanted to kind of regroup and, you know, just have a good classic night out. But the problem was it was the the eve of New Year's Eve, which actually by the time we wrapped up our show, it was technically New Year's Eve. It was but Monday night, too. Yeah. It happened to be a Monday night in the suburbs of the, the greater Ocean County area. And so we decided to responsibly call an Uber. And I was shocked how quickly we were able to find one at 11 o'clock at night on a Monday. Um, lovely young lady, 24-year-old, uh, uh, had no idea what she was getting into when she picked us up. Uh, a bunch of old men talking, reminiscing about our past, but she had a good laugh. Um, yeah. But in any event, we decided to go to a local watering hole called the Office Lounge. Yep. Now, the Office Lounge in Tom's River, I can honestly say I haven't been there since 2000, 1999. So the, the office lounge used to be the... That was the place in Tom's River, right? The high to end go. place. I think it's like an older gentleman. Yeah. An and older gentleman? I think <laughs> when you go in there now, it seems now, like yeah. there's like a lot of like... Well, the first, yeah, the, I mean, the biggest thing now. that struck me was nothing had changed. Yeah, they changed <laughs> the, the, the furniture, yeah. they actually, the decor. They did I mean, an entire the beer facelift they to the outside of the building, though. though. They have a good beer list. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. For the area, yeah, that's it. But yeah. they, so they just did an entire facelift on the outside of the building, but going inside was exactly the same 
hundred percent the same, but it was, that was the place that was the high end place in around. It was close to the law offices and the doctor's offices. And before, I don't know what the fuck happened. There was like a food revolution after television shows started putting it on where there's just more, there's just better food in most of these areas in Tom's River. Well, I was surprised to see that, you know, sushi was highlighted on the marquee. They're known for it. That's they're known for that. Is that right? Yeah, Yeah. For a long time. So, so anyway, we, we show up, it's, it's 11 o'clock on a Monday, New Year's Eve, Eve, and there's all of, I don't know, eight people at the bar, which Mm. again, I mean, you can't, it's, it's a, you know, it's a seasonal community and, you know, people should be at home with their family, but no, here we are. Um, so obviously, you know, we don't get together that often and, and have, you know, nights that, uh, rival some of our, our old nights, you know, as idiot 21 year olds. Yeah. So we decided, okay, well, there's not much happening here. And, you know, Rob is, you know, the, the, the head person in charge at the establishment that you work. And I had never, I've never been there. Uh, friend X has never been there. And we said, you know, let, let's kind of blend the worlds together and see. Let's no, he, let's, he has been there many times. Oh, he has. Yeah. He oh. used to come down from Queens and sleep in his van on the okay. outside but the cops kept bothering him so he hasn't been back there in a long time so uh, like even now in the winter when it's like freezing cold he'll chill in the van yeah i think but uh, i mean in queens yeah yeah he does it. i don't i don't know exactly what his regiment but i know he's he's hiked and camped a lot so he's got one of those probably one of those right super fucking crazy sub-zero sleeping bags or something probably uh, I thought his job would give him a hotel. I think they do. I think he prefers not to. Well, do we that. can't talk about his job. He's he's just an enigma and a mystery. He's mystery X. No no profession. He he's just wanders. So they, he just uh, wanders and anyway, create, he had been creates there, political wars. So I had never it. been, and someone came up with the bright idea. Let's go to Rob's bar. And now, granted, Rob's bar is forty miles away. It was right, like uh, one about thirty. 30 miles. 30 miles. Okay. So now it's midnight. Now it's officially New Year's Eve. (laughs) I can't believe I actually was tossing around the idea of doing this. (laughs) I had to go to work the next day. Um, This was after the last episode. This was after the last episode. And we, you know, you made the right decision. And we didn't even, we didn't peer pressure you the way that we should have. But knowing that you had to work in mere hours after we stopped recording um, was the reason. And we are responsible adults at the end of the day so anyway we decide to call an uber and uh head up to rob's rob's bar and looking at the price options that night we probably spent no less than four hundred dollars on ubers back and forth the state of new jersey (laughs) but you know but that is no price to pay in comparison of a dui yeah (laughs) so so we made the responsible decision and we hopped in a prius um, fucking guy was driving up the parkway. At he had like his 55 cru- cruise control strict. on like, 56 and a half miles an hour. Fucking asshole. And that's why I thought, yeah, 30 miles on the parkway took us 40 miles, uh, 40 minutes. So like, when, when he dropped you off, <laughs> what, did you have to get a new Uber dude to come home or to yeah. get, to get home? Yeah. Uh, so we show up and, uh, you know, I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, you and I don't talk about your bar that too, that much. It's and then not maybe, that, I mean, it's not much to maybe every now and again, when you want to yeah. just incite a riot with, uh, posting some dead cover band, <laughs> grateful dead cover band. Oh but, yeah. When you see that. Yeah. So anyway, we go and you know, I wasn't expecting such a sort of, uh, 
I don't know. I don't, how would you describe that place? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, wood, a, it's not a sports bar. No, it's, it's just, just an old towny bar. It's been there forever, man. And it's just like. But it's like a hybrid a, between like a V. It had a VFW vibe with yeah, wood paneling. Sure, and man. then. Like somebody's fucking basement from the 70s a yes. little bit. And then, you know, with more modern televisions and, and the, you know, the bar is low. It's not like a high bar. You sit down, yeah. and you're kind of up on it. It's It's very. But it's been there forever, and it's the same people all the time. It's, yep. the, it's that. It's so and, and obviously Rob is the mayor. He walks in; everyone knows him. The whole staff, high, you know, not high fives, but they were like, "Rob, there was, there was what are you?" There's two guys working and fucking five customers when we got there. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone knew him, and so the my first after the first pint of beer, and now, you know, I I kind of touched on my cousin Gussie in the solo episode that I did in that, you know, as long as I've known this kid, he always got into trouble, but he'd always reinvent himself by the season. So every six months he would change like his style, change his, his sort of look. So the, the, the thing that most immediately struck me was like each of the five people at the bar were just the different version of Gussie, right? And so they were on the fringe of like getting into trouble, but not really. But then also they just all had like a different style from each other. Like a hip hop dude and a metal dude. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it was like, you know, one guy was, you know, doing something CD over here. Another guy was doing something CD over here. And it was like, oh, so you're Rob's friends, huh? Yeah, man. How are you? I caught the, 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 tail end of a fucking Monday night when probably none of them had to work the next day. So Yeah, and they were all just wasted on various uh, (laughs) (laughs) non-alcoholic. And immediately, friend X was doing the, you know, just went over to the jukebox and started playing with it. And But then he started, I guess, because these these streaming jukeboxes have apps that you can control them. You know, you can put your, you, you don't have to get up off the bar stool to select a song so he started messing with that and i wasn't sure if you had anything else to add before you went to the the next part of the no where he so (laughs) he knows what my work schedule is and i don't know if it was to do it for me just to fool around and start putting on certain songs from wherever he was be it new york or uh halfway across the country wherever he may be at the time just to to I don't know if he was doing it to fuck with me or, and then it somehow it turned into fucking with the patrons there. But the problem is these guys, they're used to a wide variety of crazy shit on there. Like there's, you have to really get to a finite thing to piss off and you have to do it at certain times to find the right crowd. Cause if you do it later on at night, the one guy that I'm friends with in there is literally known for playing fucking anything. He played like, he'll wait for it to be busy and then play baby shark. Just to piss people off and stand there, like because they know this dude. They were like, "All right," they just roll their their eyes and be like, "All right, fuck it." What am I gonna do? He's gonna play Baby Shark. If I fuck with him, he'll play it five times, and uh, so that's kind of what how it started. Cheers. So he was doing that on a Wednesday night. I think, and I think Chris jumped on board with him on Wednesday night, and you guys. So we're been- uh, we're on a uh, RGP uh, WeChat. Um, back channel here, and and so uh, friend X decided to let everyone in on the gag, and that you know you can download this app, and then you have a complete network of jukeboxes across the country yeah, that you the, can select and choose and manage 
through your mobile device, no matter where you are in the world, and play songs as long as you pay for it. Yeah. Which is like a design flaw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, yeah. it is. But, it's, for, but, for, yeah. but by nature, if you're not there to see the reaction, it's kind of useless to you. Like, it's kind of funny to do that. Like, I'm going to yes. drive through. Yes like and a, no, because I still get the satisfaction. A, I, just don't care. I, I wish like I could if, see it. If but, you're driving through yeah. fucking rural Oklahoma and like, this is great. I'm yeah. going to put on NWA. This place will probably go oh, nuts. That, that's like, a great idea. It's yeah. kind of like that. But <laughs> did we ever play? I asked Helen this and she said she doesn't remember. Did I ever? Did you ever hear Wheeler Walker Jr.? Did I talk about that on here? You did, yeah. That song, yeah. yeah. So that, that that was number one on the jukebox there. So I, I'm never gonna get fired for anything that you guys Actually, play. Actually, it was the, the it says Shakedown Street is a number one. Yeah, because the guy I work with made it that he keeps playing it constantly. Yeah. But for a long time, it was Wheeler Walker Jr. eating pussy and kicking ass. And that's the song. Like the guy talks about, you know, his boss is such a jerk. He went home and he ate his wife's pussy and then kicked his ass. Like. And he eventually ends hold up on, with a, with on, a tranny. Of course I have it queued up here. This was played constantly. Constantly. This is the kind of bar so this is Exactly. This is what this I is feel the, like yeah. working. Yeah. This, this is like top three plays. this is like, this is country. <laughs> this guy's like the, he was number one. They made him number one. This was a, this is like anti-country. Got off work. My boss, man, he's such a jerk. <laughs> so after work, I went to his house. <laughs> ate his wife's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime somebody would see someone come in like that look like like they wouldn't like this song just somebody would put it on and play it like so there's a couple there that doesn't belong and then all of a sudden they're t- you're hearing a song about eating pussy and kicking ass and god, you know what thank god i was dressed down that night because i would have been a prime target oh god, like could yes. you imagine? no there's all kinds i'm telling you look just because of where we are boy. do you have any hummus but and cucumbers are. but it's not it's not really like that because we're so close to the city most of these people work in the city Blue collar and white white collar, I guess you could say. Like yeah. we get dudes from uh, half of them take the boat in. It's so cl- it's close. It's yeah. a striking distance to New York, so it's not. It doesn't really have that city country feel to it. It's more like what I realized. What you got to do is you have to play this extremely feminine, gay, weak <laughs> stuff. Like that's what drives these dudes nuts. So. I, you guys did it on Wednesday night, and the crowd is younger. <laughs> they don't care. It took you had to play Tiny Tim for someone to be like, "What the fuck?" Play was that song so, real quick so the people can get an idea. All right, what's the name? It, it, it was by Tiny Tim. There was yeah. another yes, song, yes. "I'm Gay," that was played. Yeah, yeah, tiny, that, yeah, was, that was that was another. the next time because uh, friend X started Tim with tulips. With just Mbop t- by oh, yeah. tip through the tulips. <laughs> so yeah, but you for, so like tulips. generally, the song that you just played now yeah. is is the consensus, like what it sounds like in there most of the yeah, time. Yeah, on the on the wild end, like you know, just because of the yeah. lyrical content. This. All right, so this is what we played with it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So this immediately. Who the hell played this? Rob! Get this queer shit off the radio now! Well, this this was different. Like, did you see the? Did you did you guys see the video I sent you of the one guy's response? It was more to Umbop before this came on. Tiny Tim. So this guy's like, uh, I just, this guy's this not is, even regular. This is so fucked up, this song. <laughs> this guy sounds like the the the, uh, the guy from Reservoir Dogs, the the, uh, the head guy, like the old man. 
he's got a raspy voice like this. And I pulled oh, up my phone dude. and taped him. Like, you like this song? He's like, not in this fucking lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on, he goes, I would rather slam my dick in the door. <laughs> oh, my God. Later on, somebody asked, asked this dude later on, just because his fucking voice was killing me. He's like, and he's, I don't really know this guy that often. He's, he goes by the name Roach, and he's been in uh, lately. And some guy's like, dude, you're 49? He's like, 49. You must have the brain the size of a dust mite's ball. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking dying laughing when he did that. But anyway, so th- there's a few people that hear that, and, and one of them was like, Rob, this is your friends, isn't it? Like the one dude that worked there, he picked up on it. But he's like, uh, these guys, were, they're, they're younger. They li- That's dark. Don't they listen to this a little bit? Some of it. Some of them. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they'll pick up on this, though. I, I don't know how often I just, they listen. You know, you better we hope fuck not. with people. No, it'd be great, actually, because the one... So these guys are younger. The Dart League, they're more... Yeah. They, it, they'll laugh at it. Like, who the fuck yeah. put this on? Yeah. Friday happy hour was different. That's when I was like, now you should do it, because yeah. then you get the blue-collar dudes that come yeah. in, like the, the contractors and the construction dudes that are at the end of the bar. Uh-huh. And then it started to fill up. Like, I had the detective and, and his friends are there, but they'll play. Like, he, he actually... One of you guys played Aaron Neville and Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> and he was like, wow, I never heard this in this bar. I kind of like it. And they'll play shit like, I think I love you. So what am I so the afraid? And they're all singing it down there. So you're, you're yeah. kind of, you're hovering around a lot of weird shit. And the construction dudes down there know that these guys played this. Like the, uh, what am I so afraid of kind of shit. And they, they just kind of let it go. It's what it is. But you guys started on, I said, you got to make it really kind of weak and gayish. And, and you did. And it went to the point where I wasn't paying attention because it started to get really busy. And then one of the guys down the end that's there six days a week, he's like, can we turn this down? <laughs> I'm like, he's like, no one's been at the jukebox for like a half an hour and all this stuff keeps coming on. And while he was talking to me, there was a song. Who is the artist? Do you know Who the, the, the song I'm Gay? Yeah, I, I sent it to you. Right, so it's, a, it's the dude from Kids in the Hall. It's, a, it's the gay guy that was on uh, this Scott Thompson so or something. I didn't hear this playing because I was running around. I wasn't paying attention. We were, we were getting really busy. And this was on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> He's gay. Just keep it going. It's only like a minute. I'm gay! <laughs> He's gay! <laughs> it's like a Disney song. I didn't even hear this going off. I was just not paying attention. I'm There's gay! Somebody's in the bar like, who's the He's fucking gay. queer here? He's gay! <laughs> He's gay! Did you hear the news? He's gay! I used to be straight and now I'm gay. I think the drug made me that way. He's gay! He's gay! He's gay! He's gay. I'm gay. <laughs> so, so there's like five or six of these guys that come in like six days a week, but Friday oh, happy man. hours kind of like accumulation of the week there. They all worked hard. They're, they're at the end. The one dude it weighs me down and he's like, yo, can we, can we, Lower this because it was I jacked it. We just got new speakers that day too. I, had it I love that you're in on this. I jacked, and the one dude that was sitting next to him, he's kind of like the head contractor of his little crew, and he's like, he's like, what the fuck is this? No one's been at the jukebox for a minor league. That guy just said he's gay on that song. He just fucking said he's gay. The guy was getting mad. Like we need to turn this off. And he's like, nobody's been at the jukebox in like 
a half an hour. I've been watching this, and all this song comes he, up. He then immediately after that, because wow. I didn't hear him say I'm gay, but right in the middle of his conversation, Daisy Bell comes on, but by Blur, and uh, and it was like I'm trying my best. This not shit makes me so happy. Man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's yeah, like man. Satisfying. I don't know. Maybe somebody has the app in here. I'm like looking around, like I don't know who it could be. And then Daisy Bell starts you, up, and I was like. I'm trying not to fucking laugh at but him. But you didn't, like, no one just, besides that one guy, like, did you crack and start laughing and stuff? No, like when that? I walked away, I did, but I'm like. Because <laughs> this, this must have been crazy. This came on right away. after, because right, right after he said, the, he's like, they're fucking gay. And then this started. He's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this was driving them nuts. They were getting, they, it was only one side of the bar. The other side was too busy, too loud. They weren't even paying attention. But this, these guys. I'm telling you, if you want to do this, you got to do it early happy hour. Like any to, anywhere between 4 and 8 o'clock on Friday, you're going to fucking, you're going to get, especially 4 o'clock because no one will have touched the jukebox. There's just a bunch of guys sitting there and then this pops on out of nowhere. That would drive them up the wall. See, but this part, like, you know, the three Irish guys in the back, like, playing pool. Yeah. Hey! This course stuff ain't so bad, is it? It was, it was it was a perfect break in, in the fucking band that we had that was playing there that night was a re, like around the corner so like the part by the jukebox and the uh, pool table is kind of shielded from the noise of the band so that's why these guys heard it and the rest of the bar didn't because the band was doing a sound check like they were playing fucking Carnegie Hall kept going for like twenty minutes <laughs> twenty minutes two hours they kept just fucking playing well, and, and working well, their I shit out on and on <coughs> our end we, <coughs> so we this. We have like a group text that we've been doing for years, right? Mm -hmm. With all of us. And it was, I mean, I could not stop laughing <laughs> on like our end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because thinking like, I don't know, you just kind of paint the visual of like what it looks like in there. Yeah. And then eventually like it said like, um, the the uh, jukebox is offline, yeah, and okay. it made me laugh even harder oh, that somebody that possibly went to the back of the jukebox like some fucking one of these fucking kids <laughs> and fucking yanked it out. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> they like enough. No, I think it, we, ended, we ended up having to <laughs> shut it off because so the band hard. started to play. But that's so that will happen on Friday. Like usually around eight o'clock, the band will start and you'll shut it off, and then you turn it back on when they break. But these fucking assholes brought their own music. And so the last song, I think it was uh, Peter Cetera, came on during the break. <laughs> but they, they had their music playing, so it was completely conflict. Go ahead, break it down, Sean. I am a <laughs> man who will fight for you. So, I'll be the hero. You'll be dreaming there. <laughs> so I, they would have they heard that like perfectly, but the fucking band had their shit going. I had to get them to turn it down. Turn their stuff off. I lied to them and said, look, these guys are breaking my balls. They have their money in the jukebox. Can you shut your stuff off while you're on a break? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it right now. Oh, that's as soon hysterical. as they shut it off, Metallica came on and it was, uh, it was bullshit. It, it was over. If, the, if there was a listener in that in that bar, they would, light. <laughs> if there was a listener in that bar, they would know with the Aaron Neville fucking thing. Because yeah. we did all the... the, the the, you know. Yeah, they should. It, they went. It, it was probably long enough ago. I don't know if they put two and two together. Yeah. And it, that was the cop who, who he totally was like, I kind of like it. Yeah. He'll crush that. So Aaron it's, Neville. It's really <laughs> funny though because I I was I don't know I don't know I was 
preoccupied. I, w- I was doing something else. I missed this whole thread when it was going on. But like when I picked up my phone and looked, like I knew. I had tears I knew, in my eyes. I know. I swear to God, I, we went. I took the kids. We, my <laughs> wife and I, like we went to eat at like some taco place. And Olive we went, Garden. Yes. <laughs> and that, no. And uh, man, I could not stop laughing. And everyone, like my kids and everyone's like, why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Dad's being silly. But, but I picked up my phone and I saw this. And I'm like, from you? And I knew shit was going down. Yes. <laughs> I tried looking for it. Wasn't, it. it wasn't on there? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I want it because this is like the... Classic. Yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> This is They Might Be Giants. Yeah. Like, to remind anyone that, listen, this is what we used to listen to when we would go down the strip and, like, uh, seaside. Like, seaside with, with a bunch of fucking, like, guidos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bar fucking dudes. The fucking windows wide open in January. Ah, oh, so stupid. That's, I know. Grown We'd, adults. Rob would have like this blue Astro van and, and you would slide the door, door open. Door open, yeah. And we would drive by and we would all be snapping like real slow to this thing with like all these fucking dudes like trying to hit on girls and Waiting shit. outside the bamboo. <laughs> Did or like take their shirts off? Like yeah, there was one time. There was <laughs> one time we all fucking drove down the, it was down the boulevard in January and there was like people trying to get in the Bermuda Club out there and then we drove past real slow with yeah. the all the windows down and the doors open and we're all in our underwear listening to that <laughs> shit in our underwear <laughs> or at least shirts off i think it yeah. was it, but it was freezing outside in there but so yeah that's that was the story of the the jukebox and the man and, i live for this shit and <laughs> you'll get people you'll have people it happens a lot like people put money in there and they come up and they're like i haven't heard my songs and they get mad and they want you to skip other people's shit and, it, and you're like, I've done it where I've skipped somebody and then some dude down the other end of the bar freaks out. I'm like, so um, no skip policy. I'm not skipping shit. Yeah. So when this stuff comes on, they know not to even, I'm like, no, I'm not skipping it. Like, I don't know who played this and it's I'm gay by the kids <laughs> in the hall or something. But it re- it really pissed them off. Like it, for a minute, it's like, like Just, you ruined their, their bar experience for that night. Like, like, yeah. what the so fuck? has there, has there been any further fallout or it just kind of came no, and went with no. that? Yeah, yeah. That's no, that's cause it's really par for the, the course. Funniest part. Like that was like, you have to get finite about it and with who's there because otherwise they've heard everything. Like if my friend that you met that night, if he hears that I'm gay song, it's going to be number one on there. He'll play it every fucking day. The funniest part is that you have to, like, we have to pay to do this. I know, you pay. <laughs> <laughs> we were all just shoveling money into and, this and thing. Without, like, technically seeing the actual, yeah, like, right. result yeah. of it. Just the satisfaction and knowing. <laughs> we were, that Wednesday night when you did play Tiny Tim, like, I didn't, because I'm working, so I don't really notice it coming on. I just notice people going, who the fuck played this? <laughs> <laughs> that's the most absurd song I could think of. And they that didn't like get that really mad. Ridiculous. They just they weren't those people didn't get that mad. They're just like, what? Well, I guess we gotta fucking listen to this now. <laughs> I wish so, it was a longer song. Except for it's that guy like Roach, who's not a real like Roach. He's, he's a, I've met him three times, but he's got that voice like uh oh, that's amazing. Like, you know the guy from uh, Reservoir Dogs? Like the the which, father which, like it uh why do I have to be Mr. Pig? Because you're a pig. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what he sounded like and I kept I actually hurt my voice like because I was a little sick and I kept doing his voice to him all night long yeah. alright this guy right yep alright hold on let's whoops God. under no circumstances 
don't want any one of you to relate to each other by your Christian names. And I don't want any talk about yourself personally. That includes where you've been, your wife's name, what you songs you listen to. Or a bank maybe you're robbing. So what was the line? He, he it's got to be at the what end. You guys are talking about no, no, no. From the Roach guy at your bar. I was, I'd rather slam my dick in the door. <laughs> and he's uh, just like that. <laughs> that cadence, the, the way he slow. Mr. Brown, Mr. White, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Blue, Mr. Orange, Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? Because you're a faggot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we pick our own colors? No way. No way. Try it once, it doesn't work. You get four guys all fighting over who's going to be Mr. Black. But they don't know each other, so nobody wants to back down. No way. I pick. You're Mr. Pink. Be thankful you're not Mr. Yellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys, do you, did, have anyone seen the newer Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, no. the last one. Oh, the did, Hollywood? Have you? Yeah, it was fantastic. I want to. It's just I got to set aside three and a half hours. Yeah. Three hours. Watch I haven't yeah. watched The Irishman yet either. Me either. I haven't seen I saw But that. I, yeah. man, I, I love fucking Quentin Tarantino. He won a lot of shit at the Golden Good. Globes for that. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I, he, yeah. he did better than The Irishman. Irishman win. I thought The Irishman was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah. Not I mean, like see, his other movies. Yeah, I mean, I'll, so I'll give many, you that. I mean, the fact that so it was so many people in it, though. Yeah, that's like I, I thought it was good. I, the reason I, I think my my opinion on it is because I was able to watch it at home. Mm-hmm. Like if I saw, I think we had this conversation. Maybe not. I, uh, but it, it's almost like there's a weird thing happening that if you liked the Joker, you didn't like Irishman. But if you How liked Irishman, the same it, it, it's a weird phenomenon just because of the release time. But there's like this weird phenomenon happening that it's it's almost like a, you can't like both. They're polar opposites. Mm-hmm. So for me, identifying that, the only reason I can kind of lean towards the Irishman versus the Joker, in my opinion, is that I was home and I was able to watch it. It's a three and a half hour movie or three hours, whatever yeah. it is. But you could sort of pause it go to the bathroom, you know, you're comfortable. But be, even though it was like pure dialogue, you were still engaged and, and you were comfortable. I don't know what that is like at a movie theater. I would probably would be going crazy, my ADD like peaking, yeah. where that was my issue with the Joker. You know, it was heavy dialogue and I, and I just felt stuck That's in this That's why theater. you gotta get hot That's before you go to the theater. Wait, you that don't like a heavy thing. dialogue movie? That's all I want. Yeah, for real like i mean I, it, if it's done well and if it's not like you know we've talked about my issue with the joker is that it was an hour and 20 minutes of character build so like at this time of year i usually like i want a three-part movie chris <clears throat> i don't want a two-part movie well i steal i usually <laughs> steal you know online like Tons and tons of movies to try to cram it in before like academy awards i kind of have a feeling of like it's it's just a fun thing. Yeah, my <laughs> wife and I do. I do too. I usually buy them from the. Uh, we do the, too. Go see the movies. Go, yeah, the Chinese guy comes into as much the, uh, as I can. The Chinese bootleg guy that comes into the mm-hmm. bar. I usually buy the Oscar nominated. There's is so easy online. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, but like, it's even easier when the guy's got the thing right in front of you. My, we're like, late this year watching all these kinds. Well, they didn't things, come out yet, right? With the nominees. No, a lot of them. No, are. but it, you well, can well, kind of the Golden Globes. You can kind of precursor. Yeah, like that nineteen seventeen. 
One, yeah. The, and yeah, it, that's crazy. I, but they're also saying that they designed that for you to go see it in a theater. They, the like, only thing like my a, wife and I have seen is that Netflix Marriage Story. You I haven't seen, seen that. that no. Yeah, I saw it. It was pretty good. Right? It was yeah. good. I think. Yeah, Irishman's like good, Chet. but it's just not like his other movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that doesn't do it. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen. I've heard mixed on that one, and I've heard the a lot. Hollywood good, movie the, though, the Quentin Tarantino yeah, is dope. Yeah, I gotta it's check really that good. out. Yeah. I know. I I mean, I I listened to uh, yeah. they were on Marin uh, Mark Marin's podcast. Uh, Leo and um, and Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt were on there together, mm. which is. Those are big gets for that. Hell thing. yeah. Oh, that, that, that's your homoerotic fantasy right there. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Should I start playing uh, Daisy Bell again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chris, thank God you didn't wear sweatpants today. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt's a charismatic well, motherfucker. What did you think of, uh, I know it's been talked around, but did you watch Ricky Gervais's monologue there? Oh, Phenomenal. Yeah, that's it, what I was thinking. Yeah. You know what, but here's the thing, like, and again, this just speaks to where we are politically and yeah. this, this ridiculous choosing sides. Yeah, it, yeah. After this monologue, Sean, have you heard it? No, I didn't. All right, it. I'll, I'll cue really? it up. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good, good four minutes. Um, maybe we can play it as a bathroom break. It's eight break. minutes. It's eight minutes? All right, even the better. The beginning, because... All right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he's a comedian being a comedian, working in a room, making fun of the people in front of him, like yeah. just hysterically pointing out like uh, obnoxious behavior of like the elite Hollywood and all of that, just being a comedian. So after, you know, the Golden Globes, outrage, and now he's being called like a right wing comedian. And so like there's a you know, a sect of the uh, internet and the left wing uh, community that are railing against him because they thought it was too politically charged at the left. And now he's a right wing uh, comedian that should be, you know, banned off the gold, Golden Globes. It was not a political statement. It was not a political monologue. It was no. a comedian making yeah, jokes also, on top he, top I mean, of events. But they knew it, you know it's going to be politically charged because of a lot of the, the, what was was there. He knew what he was doing, which made it funnier. And he knows that this is a, he. This was his, supposed to be his last time anyway. Yeah, he just he, he went all fuck. fucking. Yeah, yeah, he went all fucking. So out. the. Uh, but I, yeah, I saw that too. And he's like, "How could you think I was right wing when I'm shitting on Apple and only, all these other?" Not only all this. I mean, there's there's so many. Um, like things coming back that like towards the end and stuff like I I'll have to like try oh, to remember but there was thing, like yeah. yeah there was a lot of little things here and there like all right I'm gonna play it and I'm yeah. gonna Sean if you want to listen listen but I'm, I'm you can narrate as you will I'm gonna go to the bathroom but I'm just gonna fire this up and uh, it's eight minutes the 77th Shit. annual Golden Globe Awards live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles Talk I'm Ricky Gervais yourselves. thank you. Um, I like that he puts a whole pint glass right back there. You'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards, so I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, NBC clearly don't care either. Fifth time. So, the only thing about I mean, him. Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. pause this. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And... They've no idea what Twitter is, so I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So, yeah, remember that. Um, but you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So. 
No. Shush. Uh, it's, her, it's her daughter. I know. I feel Tom sorry Hanks for. is like. Okay. Oh, that must be geez. the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So, <laughs> lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons. Yeah. Look, at this table alone. Uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But, Baby Yoda. Uh, oh, that's, that's Joe Pesci, sorry. Um, um, I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, but tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. <laughs> He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look. Talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. It's the awkward Many faces in the audience. Like that were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So. Fifth time, so. Why is Tom we Hanks were look do so shocked at this? But when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just no. <laughs> it was mostly white people, and I thought, nah, not on my watch. So maybe next year. Let's let's see what happens. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. Okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. This was Shut the big up. one. Th this is what friend, turned it into a political. Care. Sorry. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> you had to make your own way here in your own plane, didn't you? Right. But m seriously, most films <laughs> you have are to awful. Take your own plane. Lazy. Remakes. Sequels. I've heard a rumor that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, that would just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one, then. <laughs> All the best actors have jumped. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, look how close he is to the... I mean, this, this is like a, a pure comedy set, yeah, you know, from the room, because this is just a small ballroom in a hotel. Yeah. He's doing crowd I mean, he, work on celebrities. <laughs> I know, and, like Tom yeah. Hanks is 15 feet from his face. I know. Look at Leonardo is like right there. And seeing to like Netflix. Robert De Niro like <laughs> yeah. 20 feet from you. And the they look like they didn't you know. get anything. And the actors yeah. who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids. Really? Have we got a have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. <laughs> no point. We know he'd win that. Um, Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, 
made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree, although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides, is he? <laughs> Tiny. See, he right. took the joke. Yeah, he did. The he Irishman the was amazing. It was amazing. Um, that, it was. My fact, my, it was great. Uh, long, but amazing. Um, it wasn't the only epic movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long, Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. So, Good sport about it. He's yeah. laughing. He's laughing. Even Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate, you know. You're nearly 50, son. Um, <laughs> the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. He was also in the movie Cats, but... And that's a good... No that deserved yeah. a lot more laughs in my... Mm. Do you know who James yeah, Corden is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play, because she... I can't do this next joke. <laughs> because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg and licking her... Oh. He said pussy. <laughs> <laughs> furball, furball. She's old school. Um, <laughs> it's the last time, who cares? <laughs> oh. Apple roared into the, the TV. So this is where it really ramps up. This was the sound bite, like starting from here until the, probably oh, the next uh, two minutes or so, where it pissed a lot of people off. Game with a morning show, a superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little <laughs> award, thank your agent and your god, and... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so, so that was really it. I mean, that... that, that I got that the really, most applause, too. Yeah. I do not approve. So, so Sean, as someone that just heard this for the first time, now being told that this created political outrage, and now he's being called a com a right wing comedian. Well, people just don't like that they use Amazon and they use Apple and they feel bad about it, and he made him feel bad about it. That's all this. <laughs> but I mean, the, but the the fact that that we're here. That a comedian, like the what's lost on comedy, is really the climate that we're in, yeah. right? Mm. You know, like comedians can no longer just make jokes without. I mean, I, to be honest, though, I mean, he makes it seem like he's he was like 
you know, thrown in the van and forced to do this at gunpoint and shit. That's a, that's part of the comedy of this fucking thing. But he chose to do this. Thing. Sure, sure. I think it's uh, you know, after after Chappelle's uh, Dude, latest we one, just watched M- Mary and I just watched that last it's night again. Fucking like a like an album awesome. coming out that changes. Yeah. It's so no, he he like that. Uh, where I'm talking about like sticks and stones. Yeah, it's um, he's like. That thing there, like, I think it's going to change. That If it hasn't changed Dave Chappelle, I mean, obviously, he's probably the biggest comedian yeah, in the I world. I think there's no doubt. And and I think, you know, with looking at it, Ari Shafir, who's always on Rogan, I keep hearing him say that. He's like, no, comedy's dangerous again. This is great. Yeah, like, he like loves he, it. He, like, uh, Dave Chappelle must be, like, grandfathered in or something. Yeah, like, he's, he's allowed to, like, does some of the stuff that he said on there, yeah. like, would almost, like, get... Th- their shit canceled, but it's crazy. It's in the comedy context still, thing. and it's still a, like a hard thing to tackle because you go to it, like you search yeah. this out. He didn't come to you, yeah. And and you're right, like the, it's 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 kind of taboo. But the guy's as free as free can be. What yeah. are they gonna fucking do to him? We'll yeah. I'll go outside of Netflix to find if if he has to go rogue, and yeah. I'll watch his shit anywhere that you you put it. I'm I'm not offended by it. I think it's. The, the greatest thing in the world. Dude's a do. monster, man. He's the incredible. Best. Yeah, yeah, like if you know, like you know how like Carlin had a lot to say with like, um, you know, like it feels like this special that that he did here, like Chappelle. It seems like he turned a page and got on that level. Yeah, I think like, that that's exactly it, what I thought. Yeah, that he that it he, never was like this with Dave. Chappelle. No, that he's gotten like yeah. all of a sudden he's in the light of like Mount yeah. Rushmore, where he's yeah. still young enough that they're. I mean, he does more like that. Yeah. Do you see this? He'll show? walk away as being considered the greatest of what all time. Think? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Heidi was howling during the whole. Yeah, the whole it's episode. awesome, man. Yeah. It's like you know, like he stands in the middle somehow with us. I would imagine. I yeah, but I mean, th- this pissed a lot of pe- all the millennials of are course. angry at him, of course. Because yeah. of it's that's ridiculous. Um, I keep. I love the guys the, at the, the bar. The biggest that, bit that was the taxi bit. Yeah, uh, no, the the alphabet people. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see if I can. All right, here's a list of the controversial. I'm not for abortion. Oh, shut up, nigga. <laughs> I'm not for it, but I'm not against it either. It all depends on who I get pregnant. (laughs) So in that spirit tonight, I thought I'd start my show a little differently. Tonight I'm going to do something that I'm not particularly good at, but that I like to do. Tonight I'm going to try some impressions out. This is where, this is where it turns Nick in the special. I only got two. Oh, this is the very beginning. I, the yeah, first impression is kind of dumb, but I like it. This, this is my impression. You ready? This is my impression of the founding fathers of America when the Constitution was being written. You ready? Here it goes. Hurry up and finish that Constitution, nigger. I'm trying to get some sleep. That's kind not, of, not the best joke. No, that's a not. throwaway one. Yes. It's, it's yeah. leading into one. this one.
I'm just oh, they fucking afraid of They screwed that one up. Sorry, guys. Damn. What kind of podcast is this? I don't know. What are talking about? Juicy Smouillet is a very French, very famous French actor. Juicy Smouillet. Juicy Smouillet is an actor from France. And, and he became famous on a show called Empire. I know everyone's cr- cringing. Like, what's I, I'm kind of lost on this one. You don't, I don't even think this was a big. No, do you remember this? Jesse Smollett, the actor who said he was harassed. Yeah, well, but he made it all up. I want to yeah. see if you can guess who it is I'm doing an impression of. Uh, all this right, is let me get in the character. You got to guess is, who it is. This though. is what was <clears throat> cut off before. Okay, here it goes. Uh, duh. Hey, duh. If you do anything wrong in your life, duh, and I find out about it, I'm going to try to take everything away from you. And I don't care what I find out. Could be today, tomorrow, 15, 20 years from now. If I find out, you're fucking duh finished. Who, who's that? That's you. That's what the audience sounds like to me. There it is. That's what, you know, the yeah, topic so of what at we've At that been point of the special, that's yeah. th- at that joke, that's when it like kicked on to like the whole cancel Cancer culture. culture. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think even the arguments we've had about it with even friend X, he's right. It's not, a, it, it's almost like not a real thing. Just stand through it. Fuck it. Just, mm-hmm. just keep punching. Just say what you're going to say. Fuck them. They're, they're not real yeah, I mean they're out there trying, but and they're just people on Twitter and, and shit like that, just saying things. What actually happens? Unless you work for a company that. Well, I mean, I I think to your point last week, Chris, when you you were talking about uh, keeping it real, mm-hmm. no matter what level of realness that is, whether it's you know Donald Trump level, my dad level of realness, the yeah. the, the authenticity factor is something that I think as we get through this cancer culture period mm-hmm. is going to now turn where it goes extreme, extreme transparency and authenticity. And like, so if you stay that way through the whole thing, exactly. you got cred. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But then, All right, but then we're online. We're, we're going. No, totally. We're, we're heading down that path and then I'm going to go course, home and get high tonight. <laughs> and then in, in seven years from now, or maybe in another two political or uh, presidential cycles, eight years, 10 years from now, mm. you know, the conservatives are going to go just blow their minds out and like, it's going to swing back to like things being ratcheted up and, you know, trying to force feed the 1950s again. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> Puritanical. It's uh, the future is looking bright. I wish bright. I could find that thing. Remember I told, I showed you that one thing that Chris D'Elia said. It was like uh, it was a clip from his podcast of uh, of like everyone's offended or yeah, just like it's about about all this cancel culture shit, and it was like about him. Uh, you probably won't be able to find that, but it was like it, it was like um, about saying like uh, back in the day with the kings and queens and shit, there was just 
jesters. Right. And it was like they were acting like like a fool. And if it wasn't for like people like Pryor and Carlin and stuff like that to like bring it, you we'd still be thinking like shit like that was funny. You yeah. have to actually yeah. fucking push forward with this. This guy was on a TV show, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's pre- he's actually pretty good. So he's a, he's on a Netflix show right now, but he was on a TV show called um, Whitney uh, Whitney Cummings. Wh- I don't what? know. It was the worst fucking thing. Ever. Yeah, it was horrible. That or it's like undateable or something. Like yeah, it was like I an ABC. I never this saw him in anything. Fucking thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. But now he's on a show called You on Netflix. Have you guys watched this? No. no. It's it's pretty good. I, I mean, a little bit of a guilty pleasure here. Um, you know, I'm not a big binge watcher. I don't, mm. I'm not a big TV person, but I don't know how. I guess season two is out, and of course, I'm always a year or two behind when it comes to TV yeah, shows. Um, but this show on Netflix, it's called You, and it's essentially about a guy. He's a sociopath. It's got a little bit of Dexter in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more of a modern. S- stage it's about this kid that you know he, he runs a bookstore and he just becomes obsessed with these women and then he stalks them and then you know he's he's like a um uh you know, you know he's like one of those bad guys that you root for because he's trying like he's just ang- you know full mm. of angst and he's again you know and, um but he ends up always in these per- predicaments where he ends up killing these <laughs> these obsessed these his obsessions right and oh, these girls okay. and so it just kind of goes he's through the star no so he crystalia plays he's in the second season but he plays a comedian who is also i don't want to say a pedophile but kind of a creep with younger age girls and does inappropriate things you know yeah. in terms of pictures and whatnot and um, it's not a bad Sounds show. A, no, it's not a bad show at all. It's really well done. It's it's oh, well written. It. it was a lifetime show. What what? The, the original you. Oh really? Yeah, it was a lifetime show. I never saw it, but I never like, heard of it. It was a lifetime show, and then I guess like Netflix. I thought it, it was a it. it was a book adaptation, a book called um, All the Maybe it was the Hidden Bodies or that the Buried so Bodies, where the bodies were buried or something. Sean, familiar with that book? No. Speaking of uh, Netflix and comedians, we've all seemed to have gotten on Ronnie Chang for some reason or another. It was it was surprisingly. I'll take it credit was, for that one. It was impressive. It man. was very it was, good. It was impressive as hell. Ronnie Chang, uh, he said a lot of things that I thought for sure would, um, you know, I can't believe that there's not more controversy. So here's the hypocrisy with this, because I I feel like because he's an Asian comedian, um, he's gotten away with a lot of things that I don't think many other comedians could say without any backlash. Sure. Because it was very antagonistic against American culture and, you know, rightfully. Yeah, it, I was, mean, it was spot on. It was funny as shit. It yeah. Was, it and was, so you want to talk, there's very little outrage from the right or... I don't think he can because he, he nailed so much spot on and I don't think it was very uh, aimed at one political party. It was more like American culture in general and not even just American. I, I mean, it, specifically American because he came here, but it was... Uh, but but, uh, but but honestly though, like if this were a black comedian mm-hmm. saying the shit that he said, oh, yeah, Fox News, yeah, would have him black, you know, th- yeah. have them blacklisted. Yeah, if this was a white person, yeah, it would be the other end. Yeah. It, 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 same thing. Fox News would, but I I think that there is an insulation around, which I, is interesting. Yeah, 
which is really <laughs> interesting. Like totally. Asians are, you know, like there's a hands off sort of. That was great. He's like, we just want shit to work. We got yeah. have a fucking Asian right. uh, politician. Here's Ronnie Chang, baffled by his state motto. The state motto of New Hampshire is live free or die. <laughs> That's a very intense state motto. All right, if you're from New Hampshire and you're living there, at some point you have to start questioning. Like, hey, how far do we take this? All right, because... <laughs> because I'm feeling a little imprisoned by this post office line right now, and I don't know, man, maybe we should look at our state motto here. <laughs> All right, the state motto of uh, Pennsylvania or Massachusetts, it's like another East Coast state, it's like something in Latin. It's like liberty, but only by the sword, I'll chop your head off, right? It's like Game of Thrones <laughs> book titles. It's a dead language I'm paraphrasing, right? <laughs> and then you move west, and people calm the fuck down a bit. Like you move southwest, to Tennessee, and the state motto of Tennessee is agriculture and commerce. <laughs> Compared to live free or die, <laughs> agriculture and commerce isn't even a call to action. <laughs> like, it's not even let's do agriculture and commerce. There's no verb in that motto. Do you understand? That means there's no action word. So the sentence has no direction. It's just concepts. It's like everyone got to Tennessee and they're like, oh my God, the sun here is awesome. Yeah, agriculture and uh, commerce. Yeah, figure it out. But not today. <laughs> then you move further west, southwest to Texas, right? And the state motto of Texas is does anybody here know what the state model of Texas is by any chance? I won't make fun of you if you get it wrong. Lone Star State, good guess, that's wrong. <laughs> Anyone else? Don't tread on me, great guess, that's wrong. Don't mess with Texas. Remember the Alamo, <laughs> bad guess, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Really, you're gonna let this fucking foreigner teach you about your country? All right. Your president's not gonna like that. But that's the energy, right? What, grab your guns? Don't, don't fuck with Rob, take the call on the, on the line. Go, do it. Do it now. It <laughs> it's, a tele, it's a telemarketer. So, Chris, you walk back into the room, but we were just watching some Ronnie Chang clips. I, yeah, uh, I haven't seen it haven't yet. Seen it. I'd give it a shot. He's, uh, he's not bad. Um, I've already made my political statement about him. I heard good about things him. about him. Yeah, play, I sent you a thing. <laughs> you sent me a thing. Yeah, that's that Chris D'Elia thing. Might as well if I made... Reference to it, played it. All right. I feel this way. Chris D'Elia on cancel culture. Mm -hmm. All right. Isn't a joke out there that doesn't offend someone because it's making fun. And then the second, you know, if I make fun of refrigerators, someone somewhere who just bought a refrigerator is going to be like, well, that's fucking actually not cool because yada yada. Okay. All com Did you record this on like fast speed? <laughs> Doesn't it sound really fast? Does it? Mm, I don't know. No. A little bit, maybe. He offends someone. All of it. All of it. Yeah, so it does sound fast. What do we get offended <laughs> I have no for? idea. It, 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 either comedy exists or it, or, or, or it doesn't. So if you're saying, I'm offended, don't say that. No, not cool, cross the line. Then what you're saying is, don't do comedy, basically. Because it all offends someone. So you're saying, yeah, but because it offends me, I'm more important than the other people who it doesn't offend, so don't do it. That's what you're saying. It doesn't matter if you're arguing about, if you're making a joke about refrigerators or HIV or a, or a fucking handicapped person. 
you have to, comedy has to push the envelope. Otherwise, you don't know where the fuck it is. Where's that line? And then it doesn't grow. You ever see shit in like comedy that took place in like 1920? You ever see that shit? You look at it and you're like, this shit was what people were laughing at? I mean, kings and queens and shit in Europe, they used to laugh at a jester just like, and you would see that now. You're like, what the fuck? That shit's horrible because comedy involves, and that's because it pushed the envelope and it made people sometimes cringe, sometimes not laugh, sometimes get upset, but that's because that's why shit is so funny now, dude, because of those motherfuckers. If it wasn't for Lenny Bruce, you know, another guy maybe would have done it, but so you got to have those guys. They jailed that motherfucker. You can't go backwards and you're not going to, by the way, it's not going to happen. So. Alvin Simon Theodore. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fast. I don't it was know. good. I don't though. know why I was like that. Yeah. But that's what I feel like. I, I don't, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't get the, I'm so offended. And it's never, just the, everyone the, else should be offended because I'm offended. Thing. The, yeah. Just the lack of suspension of disbelief and understanding the context of what you're mm-hmm. listening to. Yeah. Like that's what escapes me. How are you that clueless mm-hmm. to not just put yourself in a false environment, yeah. listening to a structured, written out like yeah. satire that you can't just escape your angry reality and literalness of mm-hmm. just like the words being spoken into the mic that just outrage you. Like, I just don't get that part. I don't get it. If no one's able to tell a joke about anybody anymore, how's like, what's going to happen going forward? Like you can't, no, I'm going to be bored. No more flat ass jokes for Chris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, see, <laughs> everyone can make jokes about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's Anyway, what else? What else, boys? What else? I feel like we covered a lot, like a good recap of the mm. week. Yeah. Sean? Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought there was something else, but I don't remember. What do you, what want to, you want to talk about Epstein? Have you seen any of these photos that have come to light the last yeah. uh, 60 minutes last week? No. I saw part of that 60 minutes, but I didn't see the yeah. photographs you're talking about. That motherfucker. Oop, that, sorry, Mom. <laughs> that MFer did not kill himself. <laughs> It's just straight up. All right, let me uh, let me try oh, to. You cue. don't think he did it? There's some dark no. shit out no. there, then, man. There's... This is when uh, Rob's garage gets real. Some creep out there who was uh, pretty powerful to kill this guy. I don't know. I mean, so they hired. Do you guys remember back in like the '90s? HBO had a late night show. It was like the Forensic Files the autopsy, or something. Yeah, autopsy. Was, yeah. So you know that doctor yep. that that. Mm-hmm. So the the family of Epstein hired him to investigate this. Oh yeah. So now he's on. Oh yeah, here it is. Um, Doctor Baden. So sorry, you know, it, it's a it's a Fox News clip. I I, I do apologize. That dude for looks this. mad old now. But yeah, so. But basically, he's been investigating the murder, and so... Uh, images, we want to warn you in a moment here that you're about to see may not be suitable for any time of... The first thing here is, and I'm sorry that we can't share this with the, the listeners here, but it's, it's the picture that they're showing is Epstein's jail cell with about 32 orange blankets. Now, he's in a cell by himself. Who has access to a 32 orange prison? There has to be a quota as to how many blankets you're allowed to have. Now, these are blankets or jumpsuits or what have you, but like that's suspicion number one, right? Like there's two beds. It's excessive for how how many blankets do you need? So there's no I would need a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because I get chilly. You get chilly, but look Um, at that. 32. 
I mean, this looks like a laundry room. They're not even blankets. They're sheets. I would ask for a lot of sheets. I would say, like... This looks like a laundry room. How many sheets make up a blanket? Maybe 10? I would ask for 10 sheets. Wait, you're not making a quilt. What what kind of... What? I would layer them. (laughs) (laughs) We just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Several of the photos, like this one, taken at Epstein's... Okay, so now... I never saw this this shit. Oh, my gosh. So this is daytime television. Yeah. This is a Fox News interview What's with in Dr. Bates. What? I don't it's, know. Just like all oh. like, like purple. Like it looks like some kind of like. So, uh, so now we're looking at a dead Jeffrey Epstein's neck, um, which has clearly a strangle mark. Well, a, a an asphyxiation mark on his neck, uh, allegedly of what it, what a hanging or what a neck should look like after you're, you hang yourself, right? Um, this was on regular news? Yeah, this is, this yeah. is Fox News on January 6th. So just last week. And, and so Dr. Baden um, looks at these photos, evaluates the autopsy, and has some, some high concerns. His autopsy, showing the bloodied wounds around his neck. With us now, the man hired by the Epstein family to investigate his death, Dr. Michael Bodden, forensic pathologist, Fox News contributor, and good morning to you. The, the, good the, morning. The image that we just showed there was from right. 60 Minutes last night. It's the first time we've had a chance to see it. And again, we're warning our viewers if right. just heads up on this. Now, heads what up. new information, Too late. knowing that you're working on behalf of the brother of Jeffrey Epstein, do you provide to the story today? Well, I, I think that there's a lot of information that still hasn't been revealed yet that is essential in order to arrive at a conclusion whether this is a suicide or a homicide. That dude has wood teeth. I think the closing out of the case (laughs) as a a, uh, suicide so quickly was premature. The the photograph you just showed of the uh, ligature mark around the neck, the bloody ligature mark around the neck, doesn't match the uh, ligature that was uh, found at the scene and that the medical examiner copied to, to show how he was hanged. It was uh, too wide and too smooth. This is a rougher uh, injury. The particular hemorrhages in the eyes, the crush injuries in the neck, the three fractures in the neck are not seen in hanging suicides. That at most 10% of the time you might get at one fracture. But this was a very hard compression of the neck. And I think the the important thing is to find out what was seen when the guards first went into the cell. Was he hanging? Was he on the ground, as some people reported, uh, when he was found? What's the answer? We don't know yet. How so, do you not know? <laughs> like, what the fucking guys, you know who was working. But, what did but, he look like when you walked in? But here's the other thing. Like, where was he hanging from? This is a jail cell. Like, he wasn't able to hang from the rafter up top. I heard he was on his knees. He was on his knees. Oh, so he did the, so like, like, the Robin Williams thing and yeah, lean, lean forward and oh, like you he can did do it that? on the doorknob. That's how Robin Williams I know, killed that's himself. That's how I heard he was on his knees and then someone like cut him down or something and was like yelling like on uh, his knees breathe, from breathe. The, oh. Or something. Like so here's the, the noose. That's how Robin Williams. Yeah, I, he, know that. I think he like he did it on a doorknob. I think he just leaned forward. I wish forward I could do a Robin Williams himself. impression right now. <laughs> Okay, not that. Okay, no, 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 
Sorry, I went too far. There's a lot of Robin Williams fans out there. You're in trouble now. I mean, so so now we're looking at the noose, which is a uh, is an orange piece of you know this aren't you know, this blanket that's just you know it just looks like a knot that your can head that, fit around. Can that guy? I mean, that doesn't yes, look right. We've had a, a with the wounds. I've been look, looking for uh, at all of the suicidal hangings in New York State. Prisons, jails, lockups. What are we looking at here, Dr. Bond, while this is on the screen? That, that's the ligature that was found at the scene and the noose, which presumably is what he was found hanging with. And yet, there's no transfer of any blood on that uh, ligature from the neck. There's no, uh, it doesn't match the uh, ligature mark on the neck. That's what I just uh, said. It's too wide, it's too smooth. So who do you think who do you think did it, Chris? I don't what, what fucking you, you think Trumps and shit. Trump, you think Trump, Trump did it? Yeah, Trump, man. Clinton, Obama, they all got together like, yo, we, <laughs> we got to clean this shit. Yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not yeah. a, it's because not everyone. So so again, this is now a political argument. The right think yeah, Clinton, Clinton did, did it. it. Yeah, and then the left thinks Trump did it. But that's it. for the rest of us idiots out here. Like, the, it, I don't think either of them specifically did it. Probably there's the some mafia, other, there's the other some fucking Rothschild or some other motherfucker out there that's like the, really, really, really rich. Not Trump's like uh, Prince Andrew. Yeah, some shit that England that they can't have this out shit there, come out. There's like, they're skating in all of this. Yeah, there's Clinton Trump. It's just too fucking easy, and it's too easy to kick around out here with a bunch of fucking idiots who. Uh, always blame the other side without ever fucking, you know, thinking that their side could be in part of it. He tied a but good knot, though. It, he may have been a Boy Scout. And yeah. this doesn't look like... They're, just the fact that people are kicking it around in that arena makes it look like a conspiracy theory when this is really probably the easiest one to debunk being a conspiracy. He's... The fucking camera went down when this. The, there's no footage of it. I mean, the guards happen to be around this. Everything. Everything. It's, but what are you going to do? We're just going to... Keep picking at it for years and years, and nothing will ever come but out. The Somebody fact that with the that matter much power is, just yeah, runs away with it. Yeah, I mean, it's all amplified because he was on suicide watch, yeah. right? And there was a pen, a pad in the paper. Like, you don't have a pen on suicide watch, right? Like, that's a that's a yeah. that's a shiv, right? You, you know, like there's so many it's inconsistencies. Yeah, like and he, I mean, the guy was the he owned a pedophile island, and he, he would fly pedo island. Yeah, I mean, how many people? It's Lolita, wasn't it? Was it called? What yeah. is the real name of it? It was like... L L no, L that's L a different chick. Long Island Lolita. No, there was a name for the Joey island. Joey Butterfuco oh. did not kill himself. No, there's a name for this thing. Oh, uh, his island? Yeah. yeah. I don't, Shit, I can't remember. <laughs> Long Island Lolita. Like <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> and Joey Butterfuco. Join forces. <laughs> <laughs> to rape underage women all over the country. Where do you think Joey Butterfuco is? But mostly in Long right Island. I don't know. I wonder where Joey Butterfuco is. <laughs> Eating wings. Joey Butterfuco. <laughs> <laughs> remember Mary Jo? She started talking out of the side of her mouth like she had yeah. Bell's palsy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> She was shot, the poor thing. <laughs> the fucking guy was wearing, he had a mullet and Zubas. Joey Butterfuka. Hey, the other day I was looking at records in the record exchange and they had a soundtrack for Enemy Mine on, vi really? on vinyl. They, they, were, they had a fucking... <laughs> I didn't know they had a soundtrack to that. Me neither. That's Joey Butterfuka Enemy Mine. <laughs> yeah, look at him. He's, he's, uh, he's pimping. 
Look at him with the long hair and the <laughs> other pictures. <laughs> he's aged well. Yeah. No, he like looks like what? a self-standing, self-respecting. How old was Because he he's only 63 now. How long ago was that? Wasn't that like 20 years ago He was probably, yeah, 40s or thir- late 30s. Just that, that, late that's 30s. how old he was? That Steven Seagal look is fucking uh, 30? Steven Seagal. <laughs> now look up Mary Jo. She probably looks terrible. Let you know, karma is not a real thing. <laughs> She's probably fucking looks yeah, awful. Yeah, I'm sure. We'll get through these commercials. Uh, this is ABC. Oh, reunited on anyway. TV. Oh, my. Joey Buttafuoco reunites with Amy Fisher on TV part nine. Part nine. Yeah. That hey. She became a porn star, I think. Did she? Yeah. For real? I heard, I saw uh, a documentary not too long ago on the dude whose wife cut his dick off. Oh, uh, yeah, what was Babbitt? it? Oh, yeah, Bobbitt. 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 Yeah. Babbitt, Bobbitt. Yeah. Babbitt, When he got his shit sewed on, he did a porn. Did award. he really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it down. To <laughs> Everybody's the, looking to see if they could see the seam. It's yeah. bumping in and out. To the cut. To the cut. <laughs> to the cut. <laughs> That's all I wanted. All I wanted was to be normal. But Is that her? It was a rough, rough time. They were good kids. You know, they had oh, there's, problems. There she is. Too bad. All of this. I was thinking straight as I could. Uh, given the moment, given everything that was going on, but for my children, it wasn't easy. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. looked like Mark Gastineau. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fucking Zubaz. That's all he and wore so back then. Oh I shit! He got the hand tat, and he's doing the. Uh, like the blowing through and lines. And I experience eating disorders from it. I that, suffer from alcoholism. Is that the a daughter, Jesse Butterfield? It was all this hiding, and everything's fine, and I'm terrific, and deep down things weren't terrific, and it all stemmed from her mom getting shot and seeing how people portrayed her mom and dad. My friends at Entertainment Tonight Insider. I want to see what the woman looks like now. And sometimes Fisher. I do. All right, why don't why don't we do an Amy Fisher? Where is she Maybe. now? How the fuck did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. There she is. They just showed her. Oh, oh Lita. Yeah, yeah, she looks like a porn star now. You know, she's still drinking Long Island iced tea somewhere. Oh, yeah. She definitely. What you fucking tea. staring at? <laughs> you prick. Yeah. You're not at a zoo. Yeah. Did you she, go back to Brooklyn, you she pecker. Defi- she definitely goes to Rob's bar. Yeah, Rob's d- bar. <laughs> she should be there. Look, look at the top right piece. Oh Oh. my god! So she's she's with yeah she's got collagen lips now a couple of uh, you know CCs added to her breast and now she's dating some uh, uh, true religion (laughs) sleeveless tank top fitted tank top fitted tank top (laughs) it's Wayne from Coin Castle (laughs) it's not even a tank piece it's just a shirtless piece (laughs) the sleeveless piece. Anyway, I think we should land, end on a high note here. We're at our we're at our time today, fellas. Uh, Sean, it's been a it's been a long time since you're. Uh, no, not me today. You don't you don't you're not feeling it. You yeah. don't want to pick the song. It's these guys do it. All right. Uh, I think Chris, you I did. Just did it. You did last week. All right, Raj. What about you? you got anything? Um, EMF or something. EMF. Yeah. Let's do, let's end on the era of Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> no, I mean, if it were up to me, I would, I would definitely do my my rabbit hole play. That, oh, did you? You know, who the, did it last week, Chris. Oh, Chris played Biggie Smalls, but 
you know, I've, I've been listening nonstop to the entire catalog of the uh, Caribbean uh, band that, you know, played the Christmas song, that indie Christmas song. So, um, and, I, and, I, and I don't you know, might as well do it now. I'm not saying this properly, but it's uh, Kurangbin, which I think is a Taiwanese word for airplane. But it's a band. It's an indie band out of Houston. And uh, here's my big bold prediction for 2019. I think they're coming out with a new album. 2019, or bro? excuse me, 2020. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> my, they're gonna win like some music awards. You think there so? There it is. I called the last one. I called was oh. War on Drugs, album of the year. They are going to get band of the year, album of the year, or some notoriety from who the, like the grammys or who? magazines How? or something yeah, yeah. so right, we'll check all right we'll so this, follow their progress so this is a this is an ep this is a this is a song it's a bit of a collaboration uh with leon uh with who uh it's called texas sun um leon bridges yeah but the band is called Karambin. so yeah, yeah we're gonna and end, we're gonna we should and there. we're gonna start doing 10 minute episodes right 10 minutes yeah <laughs> this little sound bite. <laughs> That's what everybody wants now. Well, we ma- we ma- listen. Here's the compromise: if if we don't live stream, live stream has to long form. Mm-hmm. So if we don't live stream the next couple of shows, then we'll cut these to like hour shows, and then we'll just piece them up. I don't know if anyone wants these Joe Rogan ones. What's that mean? Long ass en- fucking enter- marathons. Enter- entertainment, entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Really insightful. All right, we'll play around with it then. All right, Texas Sun. Peace, everyone.
How does it sound? You and I. 